Redskins fans podcast on today's show we talk about the debacle of a game between the Washington Redskins and who were they the Kansas City Chiefs this is much more live with Aaron and John <laughs> yo 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 what's up John what's up excellent welcome everybody to Harry Hog football episode number 534 534 episodes of our team sucking. They suck, um, dude. They suck. In case you didn't see the game, and judging by your attendance, you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> um, we were up 13 to 10 at halftime. It looked like my prediction was heading in the right direction of turning the corner on the defense. Right. We had six hits on the quarterback in the first half, including, I believe, a couple sacks. And then halftime happened. Good. And Andy Reid and the Chiefs made some, and Spagnola made some Spagnola. adjustments. And guess who didn't make any adjustments? Yep. Your team. Your football team. Yep. So, um, anyway, Josh said he was going to come on, believe it or not. Oh, I believe he said he's going to come on. Hopefully he'll show up this weekend when you and he go to Green Bay to watch Aaron Rodgers absolutely school our terrible football team. We're last in defense. We're supposed to have the most dominant defense in years in the NFL. We're last in defense. Last. Our secondary is freaking atrocious. Kendall Fuller and William Jackson III look like look like cats that somebody threw in the ocean. Dude, it's the same thing, different week. Except this yeah. time they got our hopes up before smashing them. Instead of just like letting us suck from the beginning. We had three turnovers in that first half, and we didn't we didn't score. Like, I like know. We ended, ended up with 13 points. The whole how you, time. How are you going to beat? Yeah. The whole time I was like, field goals aren't going to cut it, dudes. I think everybody was saying that. And I'm so sick of Norv Jr. being just like his dad. As soon as he gets a one-point lead, he plays all conservative. Like, oh, we're going to hold on to this league by playing conservatively. No, you suck. And you're going up against a team that has the best offense, arguably, in the lead. And he just like goes into a shell. And I'm so sick of these screens they were running and backward passes and it looked like Alex Smith was in there in the second half. Might as well have been. Huh. That was Alex Smith. Yeah, that was like what we've seen for the last ye- few years offense in the second half. And I and know, you know that Heineke was having trouble, like you were saying, throwing it deep. Yeah. He wasn't hitting his guy, but there was one or two of them that were off by only like a half a step. Yeah. I mean, 
I don't know if there was one glaring stat for Heineke in this game. You know how many times he rushed? He rushed with the ball. How many? Zero. Yeah. Zero. And, and I saw zero. A, I saw a couple plays in the first half where it looked like Norvell Jr. was actually trying something different for once. He even had Heineke go run on a bootleg. Yeah, yeah, we were so pumped when we saw that. We were just like, why hasn't he been doing this like multiple times a game? The defense was that's getting home. His, that's part of his. That's part of his DNA. He can run the ball. Let him move with it. He's not like RG three. He's not going to get crunched by somebody because he doesn't know how to slide. Yep. I don't uh, know, dude. And I'm then he had depressed. that really, really strange pick there, right at the end of the at the end of the game, where the defensive lineman just tacked, grabbed it, and like pinned it on Lucas's shoulder. That just sums up our team, dude. Yeah, it really it sums it, it up. Really, really does. And why did we call a timeout at the end? Seriously, if you're gonna call a timeout, call it like when it's actually meaningful. And why right. do teams, dude? How many times have I said this? It's like. It's like coaches can't do math, all right? Yeah. We're losing. If you're losing by one score with five minutes uh, left in the game, seven seven yeah. points by seven points with five minutes left in the game, is it four down territory against a team like the the uh, Chiefs? Well, let's 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 back up and and make it more like what they actually were because there were ten. There were, it was ten minutes ten minutes and change. In the fourth and, quarter, we were down by 11 points. And like 14 That's, seconds. 10 minutes and 14. Yeah, yeah. Down we by ran, two scores. Two scores. We haven't got, I don't think we've gotten a two-point conversion yet this year. Maybe one, but we've done it like six times. Not two, and, not and two field goals. Two touchdowns. We needed yeah. two touchdowns. No, no, we needed a touchdown, a two-point conversion, and a, field. and a field goal. Yeah, to tie yeah. the chefs. Yeah. And they just like don't even go for it when we have a chance. Yeah, yeah. And they're and then that's, that that's, pen- that's go ahead. Dude, I was just gonna say my mind's wandering. That penalty <laughs> by Sweat for being offsides—that's inexcusable. You're supposed to be an elite defensive lineman, and in that situation, you're gonna get that penalty to give them third and five. It was like third and ten, right? And then we had them stopped on that play. We had them stopped. They missed the pass. Yeah. And then the very next play, or the same play, I guess, technically, on third and five, Chase Young was offsides. Yeah. And then yeah, they went I down did. and scored a touchdown after that. It always happens. After we have someone stopped and there's a penalty, they always get a touchdown within the next two to three plays. We are absolutely atrocious stopping the other team on third down. Or any other down. But, yes, third down. Especially <laughs> third down. Especially third down. And people, people this year are jumping on and, and, and they're starting to go for it on fourth down against us, just like they have for the last few years because we can't stop anybody. We've put – you know, I, I watched – this morning I watched the, uh, the Junkies and, and one person on there actually had a very good point. A few months ago we were like, what are we going to do with the defensive lineman, this awesome defensive line of the Washington football team? We I, how are we going to pay all these guys? We're going to have to let some guys go or trade some people, you know, because Montez West couldn't need money. Chase Young's going to need money. Um, 
Uh, a pain's going to need money. Ionis is going to need money. We signed Jonathan Allen to a long-term contract. Well, guess what? They can't stop anybody. Anybody. Jonathan, Jonathan Allen's in the first half. Jonathan Allen had a good game, but there was even one play where I was just like, hit the quarterback. Instead of going up to him and be like, eh. Just hit him. Just you hit get him. a penalty, you get a penalty. Just hit him anyway. Uh, Don't think it's, twice it's, before holding on to the ball too long if you hit him. Uh, and so Heineke had those th- those throws. I think it was he had three, a couple of long balls, and he had one pretty medium ball. And he just after that, like Scott Turner, just went conservative after that. I can't stand Scott Turner. Can we fire him? Norv's. Why are we getting sucks. another Turner? Norv yeah. sucks. After, after all that crap that we had with Turner, and now we've got to deal with his damn son. They're mediocre. They're mediocre football men. That's what they are. Mediocre football men. <laughs> That's going to be the name of this episode. Mediocre football men. Well, Norv Sr. won three Super Bowls as an offensive coordinator with the Cowboys. We but as a head coach, us. yes. But as a head coach, he was terrible. You know why? Because Dan Snyder bought the team. And let's let's wrap this over to Dan Snyder and his long-term effort, i.e. three days effort, to suddenly say, hey, Sean Taylor, we're going to honor his number. Sean Taylor, we're going to honor his number. Right there. Right there. And, and, and right before the game. His brother didn't even know about it a week ago. I saw this on Twitter, I think. They didn't know about it until four days before the game or three days before the, the game. The whole family? Yeah. No one knew about it. They said that they were going to rename like a street for him. Sean Taylor Road. Yeah, and apparently, even... according to Shanty, I think, posted something. They they did the renaming of the road in front of like Porta Johns they had set up. There was a picture of that and the family standing in front of Porta Johns. It, this we can't make this stuff up, man. What is wrong with these people? What is wrong with them? What is wrong with him? Yeah, I just all of them. Uh. And then they have the whole incident on the field with Patrick Mahomes' brother standing in the uh, on the twenty-one. They had painted on the field. But come to find out, it seems like someone told him to stand there and he didn't realize. Like someone he told like half a dozen different people to stand there because I saw a picture with like six people in that little beaded off area. And the security guard. And the security guard just sitting there not, not doing anything. In fact, he probably told him to stand there. Oh, I think this is the VIP area. Go ahead and stand in this little roped off area. What's wrong with these people? That, they were probably in that little roped-off stanchions being like, man, this is a small VIP area. Oh, look, it's there's a number written down here. Huh. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> well, they obviously made adjustments at halftime because Andrew Reid's really good at that, along with screwing our team over by giving us washed-up quarterbacks that we, for some reason, keep taking from him. And Ron Rivera didn't. So now we're two and four. Man, there's so much to talk about. There's so much more to talk about. It's like I almost really don't even want to do that at this point. 
All right. Let's talk about the game a little bit. <laughs> Tress Way had over 250 yards punting <laughs> on four kicks. I'm looking for the he bright had a good spots, day. Dude. He was good. He had a good day. Yeah. He was really good. Ricky Seals Jones got another sneaky touchdown. I told you it was going to be like a touchdown machine this year. Yeah, and I thought he should have been cut. So th- there's that. Cameron Curl, guy. Cameron Curl con- continues to show that he's pretty good. Pretty good. Seventh round pick. Cole Holcomb Dustin seemed Hopkins. to be like all over the field. Like I don't Cole Hol- I don't Cole know Holcomb's how well he was playing, but Yeah, he's kind of an enigma because you see him get beat all the time, but then again, he's always there trying to like like get picks and things like that. You know, like he's just he's just a guy who has a nose for the ball, you know? You know who doesn't have a nose for anything? The secondary can't tackle to save their life. Now that dude, uh, what's his face, number ten, is super shifty. Tyree Kill. He, Tyree he's Kill. He's the shiftiest guy in the NFL. I, I was telling you, I was like, he. The only person I think in the NFL that I've ever seen that was more shifty than him was Barry Sanders. Yeah. It's it's unbelievable how much this guy moves and jukes people. And I was saying to you, you could put him in a room with me, ten by ten square. And I wouldn't be able to touch him. I just wouldn't. <laughs> Ten foot room, I wouldn't be able to touch him. So I know it's hard to tackle this dude, but it wasn't just him. They weren't tackling oh, yeah. anyone. They're flying in all sailor dive style, like LaRon Landry, just like trying to tackle with their shoulder and and not wrapping up. And there's dudes, how frustrating is it when you see a guy get hit in the backfield or like right at the line of scrimmage or a yard beyond the line of scrimmage and he still gets nine yards out of it because it takes four dudes to actually actually wrap him up. It's like fundamental stuff. I mean, you're supposed to be professionals. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm any better, but still. <laughs> I just, it's yeah, like the sloppy Yeah, these guys are making millions of dollars to play a game, and they suck at it. <laughs> I know. They suck. They should change the league around so that you get paid by based on how many games you win. <laughs> Just be done. You know you what? Want, I you say? want to win? You want some money? You have to win. You have to you know actually win games to get paid. Relegation. Just like yeah. in soccer. Where are you going to relegate? Same thing to? with baseball. Be- the, the Pittsburgh Pirates should have got relegated 100 years ago. They should do relegation. We'd be like in the. I don't know what league we'd be in. The World League Junior or something. World World Junior Boca League. The arena. <laughs> junior Boca, Boca Junior. They should, they should come up with relegation. Why don't they do that? They could get a bunch because of these the smaller cities teams, you know, like places like the Louisville. and never do it. The owners will never do it in the United States. They will it would never, be awesome. Ever do it. Not even the soccer in the United States because we have a completely different way of handling – business situations and and whatnot with with sports here than they do in in europe and it's the same with the the fans the fans over there have a lot more say than we do especially when we have an awful owner like dan snyder he doesn't care dude he doesn't care he's never cared like i was saying last week if he really wanted to fill that stadium he could fill the stadium with fans actually cheering for the team yeah it's all about money I know, I know tons of people that just on this podcast and in our chat room that would 
go to the games if they weren't 300 bucks. If you got empty seats... I know seats, tons of people in the, in our chat room on Discord, which, by the way, it's on. We have a chat room on Discord here at Football. It is discord.gg forward slash 5YW5YFT. And uh, there are people who are talking about going to this game. Had they known that they were honoring Sean Taylor more than three days before the game is over. You know why? Because a lot of Redskins, sorry, Washington football team fans don't live in the D.C. area. You can't just, like, drive your car or get on the metro to go to a game. You have to, like, make plans. Yeah. And Jason Wright said he didn't realize that so many people would want to go to the game. And now I understand why. You didn't even see the ceremony. A, it was, like, impossible to find the link. When they said it was going to be up. I found the link and saw the live ceremony just because something popped up on my phone. Because by the time I actually saw it listed on their website and told you about it, I was like, dude, it's already over. And all they did was like, they didn't do anything. I don't know. If I would have made plans to go see that thing that they had planned for this ceremony, I would have been angry because they didn't do anything. There was no ceremony. It was like... Four groups of people standing on the field holding a framed Sean Taylor jersey and that announcer that we can't stand, that third down guy, was like, and now the number is retired. And then they stand on the field and like wave. And then they're like, get off the field. It's almost time for halftime to be over. That was it. There was no speeches or anything. I imagine it's like when you're at like a minor league baseball game and it's like something between innings. They're like, and here's John. Thank goodness here. You know, he won the, the burger making contest here on the field. And, you know, they, they like make a human burger and stuff. Yeah. You know, that's what it was. The, field, the bottom of the innings coming up. Yeah. That's what it was like, dude. It was like, they did at least have them in the middle of the field instead of like in an end zone. But it was pretty much like that. And turn your attention to the south corner end zone (laughs) where Sean Taylor's jersey's being retiring. Also, make sure you use FedEx. (laughs) It was horrible. So no wonder Jason Wright was like, I didn't think people would want to come for this. Yeah, because you didn't plan a good ceremony. People were like, oh, if there was going to be a ceremony, I want to go. You can't even call that a ceremony. I don't even know what that was, dude. I've seen... I've seen better ceremonies at like minor league baseball games between innings than that. Yeah. My, how this franchise has fallen. It's fallen hard so far. And since, since the last Super Bowl 30 years ago, and we've got Dan starting to think. So I don't know what, what, uh, I don't know. What Ron Rivera is looking, I don't know what it is that he's trying to prove at this time. Because you remember last year, like he did something, he left uh, uh, Dwayne Haskins in to make a decision instead of doing something where he was like, well, he has to do that, blah, 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 blah. And it was kind of a head scratching thing. And people were like, okay, I guess he was trying to make Haskins be more of a man. That's sure, okay, that's fine. But I don't, personally, I don't think he needed to do that. It was easy to find out that Haskins didn't have his game face on as they say so i don't know what kind of who knows we're never going to know much especially like you know if you hear ron rivera in press conferences it's a whole bunch of 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 just just verbal crap 
just coming out of his mouth. It's 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 complete. You can't get any answers from him on anything. And there's stuff that we as fans really would like to know. Like, what the hey is going on? Yeah. Um, how come Collins is still in? How come you haven't brought in people to help to, to uh, uh, compete with Hopkins who missed another field goal? They did bring in yeah. that blew it guy. Yeah, but then he got he got cut. Cut! He did make a 50-yarder for the first time in forever, dude. Yeah, he did. He finally hit a 50-yarder, but then he, he missed was, that 42-yarder. He was two of three. Mm. And one of one from extra points. Oh, that's good. Thank goodness for that. But, yeah, in the second <laughs> half, we got boat race, man. Yeah. And, you know, and, and, and that – it's almost like, like, like you said, in the first half, we really got our hopes up in the second rate, the second half, you know, which, I mean, I was just sitting there like, I can't, it's just hard dealing with this team. First world problems. Very first world. Uh, my shoulders are sore because I had a COVID shot on the side and a ouch and a flu shot on the side. No, ouch. There were 20,000 open seats. Oh, I can have those dude, seats. They said have... that 51,000 people went to that game. There were not 51,000 people in that stadium. Not unless the bottom bowl holds 51,000. Huh. Because the rest of the seats were like... And the bottom bowl wasn't completely full either. No, there were lots of seats. You could see sections of seats in there. But I could fill that stadium in two weeks. You could have all kinds of things. School contests to the class that does the best, whatever, wins a trip for their school class to the game or uh, Free tickets. High, yeah. high school football teams every week. A different high school in this city can go to the game or whatever. You could get might, you could get people into that. The, you could get people to fill that stadium. Oh, yeah. I guarantee oh, yeah. it. There's people that live within 50 miles of the stadium <laughs> – who have probably watched the team their entire life and have never been able to go to a game because they can't afford it. Yeah. Because yeah. Dan Snyder. And yeah. you'd rather have those seats go empty than let real fans in there. Yeah. Can you think of anything positive that Dan Snyder has done since he's owned this team? Yes. He helps people out in, like, Haiti and things, right? He uses his plane and like takes supplies and things when there's like hurricanes and, and stuff of that nature. So he does a little bit of that. Okay. How about you? Nope. All right. Well, um, <laughs> what else do we want to talk about? Anyone in the peanut gallery? Um, <laughs> Shannon's going, guys, 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 which is a Ron Rivera quote. Guys, 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 guys. So, did <laughs> yeah, anyone get fired today? Uh, what do you think of Jack Del Rio? Tell me honestly. Tell me. Uh, 
Uh oh, someone's saying something. It's object object. It's Shani. <laughs> I just like to know: Are we rebuilding or not? See, I think I looked at this season as rebuilding when we didn't get a quarterback. I was yeah, like, okay, yeah. they don't see a guy we like. Let's get the other pieces and, and you know get Fitzpatrick. Kind of see what happens this year. But then you guys are telling me that there's no good quarterbacks coming out of college, which just makes me sad. Because that means no, two. No. That means we're going 32 years of sucking. There's got to be someone like. There's not like some dark horse riding up because usually there's like one or two guys you've never heard of, and then all of a sudden, oh, this guy is going to be amazing. Not yet. I'm sure Mo Kiper and and Co are going to uh, start talking about some very overhyped quarterbacks this year. But we'll get I, like I the most much overhyped of anybody one. yet. We'll get the most overhyped one. You know, because that's what we do. Yeah. Either that, or we'll get. I have no idea. <laughs> We can't get Maybe one in like the mid-teens again. Every time we get one of those guys, they suck. Yep. RG3 was good for one year. Yeah, And then yeah. Kirk Cousins that we got in the fourth round is still playing in the league, starting. And is still playing really well, by the way. Yeah. Those who are in the, uh, we should assign him to a long-term contract like myself. Spencer Rattler. <laughs> Bench Spencer Rattler. David Herzig is right. I still try to look at that as if we got Terry McLaurin in the first round. Snyder picked Haskins. Who picked Terry? Yeah. 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 There you go. (laughs) Maybe Haskins has a good future as a scout then because, man, Terry has been amazing. He did have a drop, though. It was very un-Terry. He had two drops. He had two drops in the second half. I wonder if that hamstring was bothering him. Yeah, very un-Terry. Or he may have just been like trying to overcompensate. I one don't know. Them, yeah, one of them was a big drop. I remember, well, like that was that yeah, hurt. There, there were two in the second half. The the biggest thing with Heineke again, and we talked about this earlier, or we mentioned it. He never ran the ball, not once. Now I know that Kansas City that that's part of the 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 the, the book on him now is people like we got to keep the pocket contained and keep him in the pocket. So we'll throw it because he's not the most accurate passer. But we don't want him to get out of the pocket and run the ball. Which, again, when we saw that one, one play where he got the bootleg, you and I were just like, dude, we just need to keep doing that. Like we did with RG3. Let the man run. It just seemed like we were throwing screens the whole game. Yep. And I hate it when it's like third and three. And you throw like a pitch or like a backwards pass or pitch, something dumb. Pitch. You hate the pitch. Well, it's third and three. So you don't go back five yards before the yep. play even starts. Yep. I hate it. I hate it so much. It's like, here, defense, take an extra two seconds to hone in on our guy and find out where he is and keep him from getting the first down because we're going to throw it backwards five yards and give you a chance to figure that out. Yeah. <sighs> Well, this weekend we've got Green Bay Packers with Aaron. I own I, your, I own your. I forget what he said to the Bears fans over and over after running that touchdown. But I, oh, I pretty much him. was like, I own you. I own you guys. I own you guys. And, and he right. did that like championship belt thing. I saw that. He did. What's um, up with? But before we go he, into he, that, that game, we're yeah. not done talking about this one. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We'll do our games and kicks, but I'm just tired of talking about it. Um, what else do? What else do we I have? Had, I had something on the. Way? I had something on the tip of my tongue that I wanted to say about this game, and then I lost it. Yeah, Chase Young's like, face mask tape in the first half. Oh yeah, and that's what it was, dude. We were playing <laughs> fine while he was channeling Sean Taylor, and then for some reason he took the tape off of his face face mask, and that was it. He sucked. He probably so, didn't want to get fined. So maybe Whereas every Sean player. Taylor was just like, I don't give a crap if you find me or not. <laughs> maybe all of our players should tape their face mask and get in there and play. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just the same crap, different year. Ugh, this, it, yeah. So I guess it's almost, I mean, if we lose a couple more games and we've got Green Bay and then the bye, right? And then... What do we have after that? Is it Green Bay and then the bye and then Tampa Bay game? Um, I'm looking for the schedule right now. Oh, that's right. We get to play at Denver on Halloween. Great. That could be a winnable game. Have you seen? Yeah, it could be. We're going to beat Green Bay, though, dude, because I'm going to be there. I'm not going all the way to Lambeau. To see us lose. <laughs> they need to turn the corner. Dude, it's not For just a whole you. game. For a whole game. It's, it's not just you that's going. You know who else is going? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Dude. I called it. I called it. Yeah, Josh is going with me, and he was going to come on the podcast tonight, too, and I just texted him, and I was like, dude, come on Discord, and he was like, I'm still at the gym, and I was like, dude, I just talked to you like two hours ago. You didn't make any arrangement to come on the show. He's probably like putting powder on or something. He's probably like oiling up. (laughs) (laughs) He's like shaving his cut, man. He's like shaving his chest and like oiling up. (laughs) he's like man i'm smooth (laughs) (laughs) well this week is going to be a lot of fun i know i think green bay fans generally you know i mean that team is a classic team like the redskins bears giants eagles really cardinals if you look at them look at it when they're back in chicago um you know, I think the fans there would be pretty good. What I'm worried about is when we go to the Tampa Bay game and we have, let's go Tampa Bay! Because I think not only are we going to be in the minority in our own stadium, we're going to be in the, the, the vast minority in that stadium. There's going to be so many Tampa Bay fans. That you know what the good game. news? Yeah, but you and know no, the- no Washington Redskins fans or football team fans want to go to that game. But you know what the good thing is going to be? Well, it's going to be Tampa fans and people that just want to see Tom Brady play that don't care about the team anymore. <laughs> but yeah. but you know what will be good about it? Is if there's those annoying people around us, there'll be plenty of empty seats for us to move over to. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know that security guard is not going to stop anybody from moving. That guy in that like cheap plastic folding chair that was guarding the Sean Taylor thing. 
Yeah. That's so where they put guys who are just like old and infirm so they don't have to walk around to stand, you know, to just get go sit, sit in a chair. Just go sit there and say something to someone. Like back when I ran that those concert series with Josh, we had the same type of security guards. They wouldn't say anything to anyone, ever. Oh, you're like, yeah. dude, why yeah. is that guy backstage? He doesn't have a backstage pass. Why is that guy eating our food? Yeah, you'd be like, get that that guy shouldn't be back here. How did he get back here? And he'd be like, hold on. We'd be like, go kick him out. The security guards would look at me and be like, hold on, let's just keep an eye on him. If he does anything, we'll take care of him. I'm like, what do you mean he's back here? That's doing something. Yeah, yeah. Hold exactly. on, just hold on. Just calm down. We'll just keep an eye on him. Don't keep an eye on him. Get him out. These people. Just keep an eye on him. Oh, and by the way, Dallas won. Yeah, yeah, Dallas is starting to run away with this division. The word on the street was that, uh, what's-his-face, Dak hurt himself on the last play of the game, but I didn't. After our game, I turned off the I turned off the game and went and ran. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't want anything to do with any more football. I Yeah, I couldn't watch any more football, red zone, anything. Nope. Because this really was the game where it was just like, we suck. Once again, we suck. And it's not looking like it's going to be any better. I'm, uh, uh, Fitzpatrick's having an MRI this week on his, his old man hip. I was going to ask you about See if he's coming that. back. I still don't think he's really going to come back this year. But we'll see. By the way, Dak has a calf strain. Calf strain. We need to stop beating that calf. The fat um, calf! That's from the Bible. I can't take this team anymore, dudes. What are we going to do? We need Dan Snyder to either be forced to sell the team, which Goodell apparently won't do because I bet you Dan Snyder's like, and well, I bet you Dan Snyder's lawyers would be like, if you try to make him sell the team, he's going to put all this information about, out about so many other owners and it's going to be a PR disaster for the entire NFL. They're going to want like 10 owners fired. The fans are. I bet that's what it is. I don't think we're going to hear that. That's got to be a Dan Snyder always sits behind lawyers. Always. Always. We're not going to hear anything else from that investigation. They've already said no current um, NFL employees or whatever, however they worded it, were implicated in, in this. Only until John Gruden. Only yeah, Gruden. yeah, except for John Gruden. Until someone else says something stupid. It's like John Gruden was the only one that 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 joked Joe Goodell in those emails to, to Alan the Bruce. Dude, I know that Larry is in there somewhere. He was Larry. probably copied on that. He's probably the first. Well, I mean, he was in charge of whatever. I don't know. He was vice president of something or other. But he was in charge of all that stuff. Man, man, that's a dirty old man. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Well, we got guys in secondary who can't cover, who can't tackle. What are we going to do, dude? We're just gonna have to wait till we're gonna have to 
on Sunday, we're going to have to see how we do in Green Bay. And I don't know. Other than the game, we'll probably have a really good time. David Herzing says, Snyder's poor tackling lost the game. I think nope. he's trying to choke us because we were, we were talking about Snyder doing all this stuff. But, yeah, we didn't say that. I blame him anyway. I blame him anyway because I blame him anyway. Yeah. All right. Why was why was the tack? I don't want to talk about the game anymore. All right. What are we doing? What are we talking about now? Games, and, games kicks. and kicks. Okay. Um, and we lost, of course. So here you go. And now, the coveted and ever elusive Game Ball Award. Go for it, dude. Go, give your game ball. All right, it's your turn. I'm not giving a game ball. You're not? I'm giving one. I'm not giving a game ball to anybody on this team after this. I'm giving a game ball to Tressway. Those booming kicks, he had a good game. Even though he had that penalty, he was at least trying to do something. It was. That was kind of that was kind of a bogus penalty, but I think most of his body went low. That's one another one of those rule changes this year. You know what? I will give it I will give it a game. I'm gonna give my game ball to Ricky Seals Jones Seals. Because he caught another touchdown. He's not bad. He gets sneaky touchdowns, man. Yep, yep. You like him. I do. I do like him. He's he, he's 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 a serviceable tight end. David Herzing is giving his game ball to McKissick. For all the swing passes. He's very good at those. He also carried eight for 45 for the average of 5.6. Why didn't he carry more? Now, our team running was averaging 4.9 a carry, but we only ran it 19 times. Yeah, yeah. McKissick had over 100 yards from scrimmage. Yeah. From he had, eight ca- he had, he had 110. Eight, ca- eight catches, dude. Yeah. Eight catches. That's a good one. That's a good one, David. Yeah. He wasn't... David's not as... Uh, he's not wallowing in the loss as much as we are. He was actually able to find that game ball. We're wallowing um, in, in everything. Twenty nine D- years of media of anyway. I thought DME Brown actually did he have any drops? Because it looked like he was more sure handed than in times gone by. He had he a couple right. of nice catches. Um You know who sucked? Too cool for school. Adam Humphreys, he lost yards. Remember that? He only had that one, but I mean, again, that's, that's Norvell Jr.'s yeah. play calling. Nothing but screens all day. Speaking of, let's go into it. It's time for this week's Kicking the Balls Award. Kicking the Balls Award. Um,. I got to give mine for the second week in a row to Heineke. 
Yeah. I just don't think he's it, dude. Oh, I don't think anybody thinks he's it, except for, like, delusional fans. He's really good backup. And, I mean, he won two games for us against awful, awful teams like the Giants. Yeah. But, I mean, I mean, you guys see how the ball just floats all over the place when he throws it deep, which is great when you're in college and your guys are college wide open by 20 yards out there and they can run under the ball and speed up and slow down and do whatever they do. But that doesn't happen in the NFL. So, and remember, I mean, they've they've figured him out, and they the the Chiefs good on the Chiefs because they kept him in the pocket the whole game. So, we'll see what happens. But if I were Norv Jr., I think I might roll like one more bootleg or more than one bootleg on the game plan this weekend. It might be a good idea to I don't know run ten bootlegs, let him run the ball. We said this last week. Let him run the ball a couple times early, and then the defense has to account for him. Yeah, just nobody once, counted for anything. Just once, let him keep the ball in that little like fake handoff that they do on every other play. Yeah, just let him keep it. So, but I mean, I I don't think I don't know. I I, I mean, I bought his jersey, but I I'm I know he's a backup. He's not. I mean, he should not. He should not be a starting quarterback in the NFL at so far with what he's done. Yep. That being said, if we put Kyle, Kyle Allen in, he's a, we're not going to win another game because we thought this year, all we had to do was like be serviceable on offense and the defense is going to kick butt. And it's our defense is 32nd. Our defense has given up 30 points in like almost every game. 32nd. They're last. So, oh, yeah. So I, that, I, was, I don't think anyone in the whole league was expecting that. I don't think so either. But, I mean, no one. All, the, all that money that we thought was going to have to go to uh, Chase Young and Montez, Steven Montez Sweat and, you know, Ionitis and, and, and Payne and everything like that. I don't know. Every single one of them, including Chase Young right now, are like average. Chase Young has a future, but we'll see. He got his first sack. At least he got that. That was last week, wasn't it? No, it was this gun. This week. He did not have a sack last week because he hit the guy in the chin. Chinny chin chin. Oh, when's with his two the, fingers? When did he Oh, this was the sack where he like barely knocked the ball out of Mahomes' hand, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He hasn't even had any crushing sacks. And the That's NFL sure. is trying to get rid of that kind of thing because they want they want it to be completely offensive. I mean, put a lot of money into defense does not look like the proper way to do a team at this point. You know? Yeah, because... Not in, the, not in this NFL, not with this offense. Like, with offense dominating the league. He can't hit the quarterback up here. He can't hit the quarterback down there. Can't do anything. Case of Two Hill had a sack. We'll give him a shout out because he's Two Hill. Casey Two. Oh, I need to give a game ball or a kick in the balls, don't I? Yeah. Man, mine's gonna go. Well, you know what? 
I was going to give it to William Jackson third, but he's not. I mean, he's this dude is good at man to man. He's not good at zone. So I don't know what they thought about when they were signing him. And people said that at the time that they were like, he's man to man, but, but Jocko Rio's playing zone. So we'll see what happens. But my kick of the ball goes to Kendall Fuller. He wet the bed. He got one pick, which is great, but it just like flew into his hands after, after Tyree kill had a flub. And he was right there. So at least he didn't drop that. But he just got all season. He's just getting schooled game in and game out. He looks like a shadow of the of his former self. I, uh, so I give, I give William Jackson a little bit of a break because I don't think he's being used to his, to his best abilities. Every, you see the coach, unless you have like a Super Bowl team, that you have as the, the coach are figuring out exactly what you want. And you bring in people to do that. You need to change your game plans to work with the people you have. And Ron Rivera and Jack Del Rio are not doing that. And that's what it really comes down to. I know they're not on the field playing, but they're not using people to their best abilities. We see it on offense, and we're seeing it on defense. And I guess also on um, um, from uh, Norvell Jr. as well. Yeah. So. By the way, I know. just I just fact-checked you. Yeah. According to ESPN, we are not 32nd in the league in total defense. No way. We're Who is? 30, Chiefs? We're 31 in the league. No, the last is Seattle. <laughs> Chiefs had a great game this week and pulled them up a few notches. They only gave up 13 points. Seattle played after we played, too. Oh, yeah. So. Well, Seattle is down to last. They've given up 2,600 yards. We've only given up 2,538. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. You know what? The Bills have only given up 1,200 yards. Oh, they haven't played six games, though. So. I think they're playing tonight. Denver, who you said we might have a chance at beating, is only giving up 18 points a game average. They're ranked fourth, yeah. fourth in the well, league in defense. And the Packers, by- who we're going against this week, me and Josh are going to be there, are fifth in the league in defense. FYI, yeah, it's going to be a yeah. it's going to it's going to be an interesting day. I can tell you that. <laughs> But I do need to get into my precarious prediction. Oh, yeah, that's right. Let's go ahead and... and, and And now my precarious prediction for the week of week seven NFL. Me and Josh go up to Lambeau, the frozen tundra, although it's only October. Excuse me. If we can get a rental car, because... (laughs) We're flying in at 4.30, and the rental car places apparently close at 4 because of staffing issues. If we can make it to the field, we will be there in attendance with all the cheeseheads. And this is my prediction. Washington Redskins. Twenty. Green Bay Packers, 16. Wow. 
20 to 16. Well, you've heard it here first on Harry Hog Football. Aaron's Pregarious Predictions. Often right. Never imitated. <laughs> Never imitated. <laughs> 20 to 16. 20 to <clears throat> 16. You know why I'm saying that? We always te- seems like we beat Green Bay somehow recently. It does. Like when we shouldn't. Yeah, but somehow yeah. we do. You were thinking that for this week, but I think you might be right. It might be next week when we're when when uh, when we go to Green Bay. We'll see. Maybe we'll turn the corner this week. We win when you least expect it. When everyone is so down in the dumps about the team, and then they win somehow, and you're like, "Whoa, hold on." Well, hold on. False hope. Anyway, dude, I'm getting a headache. Can we round this thing out? Let's round this thing out. Anyone else in the peanut gallery have anything to say? I don't think so. David's in there. Channy was in there earlier. Kenny Kent is non-existent, dude. He's like, talk him off the ledge. <laughs> Someone needs to talk him off the ledge. It was a bad game. Totally bad. Again. Anyway, dudes, um, we'll talk to you guys next week. Me and Josh might be live on Discord from Lambo. I think we can do video right in there from our phones. We'll try to do that from the stadium a little bit. In the, uh, we'll just go into the, I guess we can go into the peanut gallery. I think that we have, there's actually the live podcast channel we can go in. We'll try that on Sunday. Yeah, there you go. Um, anyway, give us a shout out on Twitter. Um, join the Discord at discord.gg slash 5YW5YFT. You can also call the hog line and leave a message. That number is 202-735-1788. And you can email us, hhfpodcast at gmail.com. Anything else? Is that about it? I'd like to give a shout out to David Herzing, Shanny in the peanut gallery this evening. Kenny can come back from the ledge. We'll talk to you guys next week. Hail to the Redskins, and if you see a Cowboys fan, Chiyoka!